Earshot with Steve Martin. Hello, welcome. I'm Steve Martin and this is Earshot. It's the radio promotions, marketing and imaging podcast where we play great radio production. We love it. And we meet the people who make it. And Hayley Hayes is on the team now. Hi, Hayley. Hiya. It's brilliant to have you here because you know what? You are finding people I don't know. Yeah. Let's find out who you've brought into the Earshot podcast. Well, today's guest is Mitch Von Arx. Got two sides to himself. He's radio-wise. After uni, you joined Galaxy in Leeds, as it was then, in 2008, where you worked for four years in imaging production, and then you made the move to London, but you stayed with Global, producing the station sound for Capital and XFM for three years, in which time you won the Silver Sony Award, which is quite cool. In 2013, you made the move to Bauer and have been producing the station sound for the Kiss Network, picking up two awards along the way a gold from the radio academy and the archivers so i said you had two sides uh, as well as a day job you're a music composer under the alias lego met where you create electroacoustic sounds including tracks entitled fish chips and seagulls and skating up the motorway uh, you speak an impressive four languages having grown up in switzerland and i'm sure we'll be asking you more about how the different cultures have influenced your work uh, Mitch von Arx, welcome to the Earshot Podcast. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Uh, so Haley's done Haley's homework there. Well, that's yeah, it's you, impressive. You just mark it. It's brilliant. Um, it's, it, it sounds more impressive than it is. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't actually speak four languages fluently, just two, but I do speak a few languages, which has been handy. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, the other good news is that the coffee has arrived here, so <laughs> shall I be mother? You said Very milk, much. yeah? Oh, yes, please, yeah. You're working for KISS now, but yeah. I'm, I'm interested with all our guests to know how did you get into that work? What was the, the first stage of your career? The interest in music was always there. I approached imaging from quite a musical uh, way of thinking, uh, more than other maybe imaging producers. Uh, KISS tends to be the case. My other two colleagues are quite musical as well. They produce music. Music was always my passion. And also, I grew up in Switzerland, and there's a radio station called uh, Couleur 3, uh, Colour 3 there, who's a national station who has got such an excellent vibe and sort of personal and funny as well. They do a lot of uh, comedy that kind of like, um, what do you call it, understated, uh, quite an understated style. And uh, I always like their imaging because it really uh, reflected their vibe really well. A lot of the stuff I, I've heard on their station, I've kind of mimicked a little bit uh, so that's when the, the interest for radio started and I've always I've always loved making things so making things out sound and so I did my matura as they call it in Switzerland um, and then graduated from that and then went to, uh, came to uni in, in England because I just wanted to go back to the roots because I was born here uh, half my family's English and I uh, did music technology and did some radio courses there radio production courses where you'd do like a mock programme and radio imaging and stuff and so yeah, from that I went to Union Scarborough randomly. Um, I moved to Leeds afterwards, biggest city with a band. Did the band thing for three years, working little jobs on the side. I joined the student radio in Leeds, even though I wasn't a student, but I kind of infiltrated, as, as you will. That's um, LSR. LSR, yeah. So LS, I'm a LSR alumni without having been a, a Leeds um, student, but I was on the committee as head of production there. Uh, and through that, I was in contact with Galaxy. I was on the, on the street team at Galaxy uh, for a little bit before submitting my demo that I'd worked on at LSR uh, for asking for feedback. And it just so happened that someone was leaving and they took me on for two weeks. And then that kind of turned into two, three years. 
It's amazing, isn't it? If you look back through the careers of people who are now working in what they may see as their dream job, what kind of strange things they've done in the past. Did you see being on the street team as a a rite of passage? Uh, Yes, it was definitely like a way in for me. It was uh, getting the foot in the door and it was a rite of passage. Quite happy with with the way it's worked out. And you said your initial interest in radio was sparked by listening to the radio. That's it, yeah. So the radio in Switzerland, Couleur Trois, uh, which I still listen to to kind of keep a, keep a foot in my home homeland and, you know, brush up on my French as well, which I'm kind of... I've been here 12 years, so I'm, I'm losing it a bit. And how accessible did working in radio seem to you back then at it, that stage? It seemed completely like a, an ivory tower. Not It's just from not knowing how thing, things worked and it's very daunting and knowing it's a little industry. Uh, looking back on it, I can understand my fears and... Uh, just not knowing what to do um, and always try to help people you want to try and get in like because they, you need you need that encouragement you need people to kind of you need that confidence to, to make that step to approach people to to approach the right people mm. um, also going to, to go to the pub with the right people has been absolutely crucial uh, in 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 a lot of situations it's who you know as much as what yes. you know yeah yeah that's right yeah you know I'm not promoting nepotism yeah uh, but <laughs> it's about personal relationships we're going to hear some of your work because I want to hear what you've been up to at KISS. But just before we do hear the first piece you brought along, just give us a, a, an overview, if you wouldn't mind, of the kind of work you're doing. I work for the KISS Network, which includes uh, KISS Free and KISS Fresh, two yeah. stations. So the, the KISS FM UK, the main KISS station, um, goes out across the country um, on FM Digital. Then we've got our digital stations, KISS Fresh, which is kind of like the the new music of Kiss. It's that that's where we test our newer music, or like the music that's a bit more edgy, or that we're not not yet ready to put on Kiss. The Kiss Three radio station is um, is born out of our. We've got an, an eleven to twelve o'clock hour, hour every day with the old school and anthems. Date roughly from start of the nineties to the noughties and beyond. But anything that's kind of like all the tunes that made Kiss's history. Uh, so I do the station sound for all three stations as. Um, Different, obviously, different styles. The for for Kishris and Kishtree, the Kishtree stuff will have a lot of clips from old school and anthems that are, you kind of take a cappella, so you could play. That's a lot of fun to play around with. The main Kiss is your sort of like very upbeat, high energy, young brand. Um, so that has to be reflected in the, in the imaging. Kiss Fresh is slightly cooler. There's a bit more vocal effects, uh, a bit more vocoding, uh, different voices, but harsher music as well. A lot of the work I do, I use my composing and music production skills, which is great because I've got the freedom to do that at Kiss and that influences the sound as well. Well, that's a fantastic overview, Mitch. Uh, what is the first item we're going to hear on the podcast that you've brought along? So we've got a top of hour, which is uh, not necessarily a new one, but one I'm quite happy with. Um, kind of incorporates uh, the use of acapellas, uh, of different acapellas that we sort of clips from songs that we had on the, on the radio at, at that time. There's a Jessica Lynn one and uh, Maroon 5 that's kind of incorporated and tuned to the bed we use. So it's going to come out of an ad break. And uh, so there's like a punchy sort of like glitchy sound effect in the beginning, a few sort of like a montage of drops and acapellas that kind of like announce the tone. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for Kiss? And then it'll go into like a donut slash ramp, we call it, where the DJ can talk over and it kind of all rises to the final Kiss with um, the beat of the UK, which is our the, the, the logo for Kiss. Um, and that's tuned as well. So... I'll have the voiceover, kind of collect voiceover clips and I'll classify them all and then, like, see which one fits over that. And then if it works, I'll kind of make that 
drive voiceover sing something uh, which you might hear or maybe it'll, sometimes it's subtle sometimes it's kind of more in your face I've got some more sort of like out there examples I can show you as well but um, so yeah this is the top of our There's three imaging producers who have their own style and we use a lot of different voices, not set voices like other stations use their set voices. So the beauty of it is it sounds from a lot of different sources, which is KISS for, for me. It's the, yeah, it's the sum of all that that kind of makes the KISS sound. For example, I've worked at other stations where it's much more templated and that works as well, but not for KISS. The strength of it is the variety. Have you got another top of the hour there? Yes, I've got, uh, I've, I've got what we call a specialist top of the hour, which is for our Friday night kiss, uh, sort of Friday nights or, and Saturday nights, which is more specialist, so it'll be like much more high octane, uh, and it kind of announces the colour of the weekend, this one. And just unpick that for me. Yeah. What are the different elements in there? Well, first of all, there's our voiceover, who we tend to get do quite chatty lines that are non-voiceover, so more like sort of closer to what our listeners would say. So, for example, the amazing or that I've I've tuned there. Amazing. There's an acapella from I think it's the Charlie XCX, which says the beat goes on, and then I copy that so the beat goes on and on and on and on. I, I always tend to try and tell a story with with the acapellas for this one for example it goes the beat goes on and on and then i've vocoded myself going all through the weekend they kind of like that's i, I don't know if you can hear it straight away the and then the track yes. is your own composition it's it's not i oh. i occasionally compose things we tend to use a lot of uh commercial music because it's there's more of it and it's closer to what artists we play and for, for example for this one I, I could have had like an e, like a pumping EDM track or like a deep house one which I, I do use it, this needs to, needed to promote the whole Friday Night Kiss umbrella and it's going to promote a variety of genres like deep house I've used a breakbeat track because I find that that kind of it's um, what's the word I'm looking for um, I know the word in French. Yeah, all encompassing. It's, it's, uh, What's the word in French? Passepartout. And, and Mitch, you, you said that you made the choice there to use a commercial piece of music rather than writing something yourself. Was that because uh, it w- was quicker or you knew where to find exactly the right um, track? It's quicker. Yeah. I, it's definitely something I'd like to look at uh, creating bespoke pieces of music, which is what I do for, for with other things on the side. Mm-hmm. But because radio imaging is very quick and there's a fast turnaround you can't you, you can't spend that much i mean writing a track will take you a few hours um well depending what it is but um it's it's much easier to pick up i i every now and again i go through loads of online sort of blogs and stuff and like pick my favorite uh tunes and and put them all in a folder and i kind of label them up it's just my own style of doing things and then then they're there for me to use instantly i don't have to I don't have to hunt for a new track every time I do a new piece of audio. It's already there. So on my on my Pro Tools screen, I could just audition it, drag it in if it works, uh, find the tempo, and, and, and there we go. I kind of label them up. And you said, Mitch, that you work with two other producers, but you sound as if you're working quite independently in terms of workflow and the yeah. projects that you're applying your expertise to. 
it's, it's a very nice democratic way of working at KISS where um, we get briefed by our boss Andy Roberts Who's, who is a former production director that's, himself. That's right, yeah, he's a uh, former imaging producer, if I'm not mistaken. So he understands what we do and he, he, he values what we do a lot. You know, he's always talking about the imaging being the, the fashion of the brand, which is, which is funny because you call in French, that's, you say it's the, the clothing for brand um, imaging, uh, habillage. So, yeah, we get briefed by, by Andy and we kind of work between the three of us, uh, the three imaging producers, like who wants to do what, and we kind of we tend to kind of do a bit of everything to kind of keep the variety strong. You've got a production style which is very much cut and paste from multiple sources. Yeah, You've got right. three producers who are all slightly different, yeah. all working with their own workflow, their own yeah. areas of expertise. How do you ensure that you've got a really strong common thread running yeah. right down the middle of that lot? The main thing is time. Uh, so it takes time to kind of uh, to get to that sort of like influence each other and get to the level where we're kind of doing a sim- similar sort of thing. Mm-hmm. There are certain things we we use. Uh, we all use like vocoding, for example, in Ableton Live, or um, I use uh, Waves Tune. We're quite close. We're good mates as well. Um, so we tend to chat a lot about just production and and anything. It I think that kind of fills through to the production. Um, and also, as I said before, it's it's using all these variety of voices that because it's so varied it that that is the sound uh, so we can we can get away with with that also we use um uh, production services like uh production vault from real world and imager from uh well imager you're attached to, to wisebudder so we use a lot of their work parts tend to change them i, I tend to change them quite a lot to, well to kind of fit into what, what I want exactly but um, it's super handy and I think that helps as well in creating that sort of like cohesive sound because the other guys also use those work parts. Uh, and Mitch it sounds like you're extremely well resourced you've got three people working across three stations which mm-hmm. I know some people listening to this podcast will think is a luxury Yes, uh, you've got an amazing brand to work with, yeah. you've got access to services like Production Fault uh, wh- where's the pressure in this job? Well there's a very fast turnaround and stuff, I mean you <laughs> Because it's so sort of high energy and high octane, things burn very quickly and we're constantly changing stuff. We, we submit, I don't know, 10 new IDs and it's already time for 10 new ones. It's, it's, we do a lot of audio. So, so how long would uh, one of those top of the hours stay on air before it needs to be replaced by something it else? It really varies. It's, there's no set time. It, it, well, for example, like if we're using a track, uh, an acapella from a track that's not used anymore, we might take it off and then get, get a new one done. And who makes that judgment? Uh, that's Andy Roberts, yeah. Um, and, and he's usually, well, he's always very on the ball. You say it's a, a really intensive workflow. You're churning out a lot of items. So how many a week? It's, it can be intensive uh, in certain periods, but I, I'm quite well organised. So I, as I was saying, I, I classify all my, my voiceovers. I label them. So they're, they're, it takes a while to do it. But at the end, after, after a while, you start saving time because you, you know exactly, you already know which drop you can use in your head because you've heard it and it's in your sound library and I can just drag it in straight away and, and, and I know what works um, so I sometimes can make 10 IDs a day but sometimes I'll make like 3 or 4 it really depends on whether you, that sound that sound sticks or not um, there's a lot of um, experimentation going as well so sometimes uh, it t- takes a bit longer to get that, that desired sound well let's hear another piece that you've brought sure. along what have you got what now have got? so I play some um, 3 short history sweepers slash IDs let's do it it's history come on on, on, on. 
So uh, those were Kissery IDs for either um, the first two were for our 11 o'clock hour, so Kissery on Kiss or from Kiss, um, and the third one was uh, an ID for the channel. But I mean, there you can alternate them. You can you can if you tweak them a bit, you can you can put them on the channel or on the, on the 11 o'clock hour. That's fine. So in the first two, I use, I don't know if you you can hear here, but um, some well-known Kissery tracks in there. So there's like the uh, uh, there's a Black Street in the second one, so uh, with the song Kissery, um, which I vocoded myself, which um, hopefully you can't hear that it's me. Uh, and then on the first one, which one first? So on that, we've, there's a, like the Uh Oh, which is uh, the Jagged Edge with featuring Nelly, uh, where, where the party's at. Uh, where, where's the party at? I can't remember the year. Don't ask me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm well out of the demographic yeah. here. So, so I like to, with that as well, so it's, it goes Uh Oh, and then I kind of I've sort of brought in the On, On, On. I like to have the acapella say something, kind of maybe make people smile a little bit, go, oh, that's, that's quite cool. Yeah, and it's, and it's, as your point from earlier, you're telling a narrative with those yes, individual yeah. elements. For me, that's very important. Uh, the most important thing for me is clarity of message. There's so many things I hear that are brilliantly produced, but you just can't figure out what's going on. Uh, so do you work it out on paper first? A lot, yeah. I, th- I think I did a set of five of these where I collected... Um, tracks that might have an on or like a, or that have a, like a very short distinctive sound like the uh, the black street bit in there um like the which is the the, the cut up piano uh, the people will recognize because it's such a recognizable sound or hopefully to to our history audience and once i've got that i'll see what works around it i'll put it on paper and see i, I do do that quite often actually mm. there's it i've got different modes of work where i'll get a bit pen and paper out and sort of think about it beforehand and then there's certain times where it's just free flow I do that with my music as well I do like I sketch out loads of stuff I'll get my guitar and just flesh out loads of stuff like just literally any idea I've got in my head I mean the majority of it is you know is rubbish but then there's something might stick so it's different ways of working which I find important to give you different results new ideas Let's hear something uh, a bit longer that demonstrates longer. some of your pacing and uh, maybe some of your writing as well. Okay. Uh... Yeah, so we do a promotion every year. It's called All, All I Want for Christmas, where we give listeners uh, the present they really want on air and we get a, a voiceover actor, uh, Father Kissmas, who is a bit of a character on air, like a, a funny one. So we write loads of lines for him and um, it's a good example of my writing there's also some lines in here which will have been written by someone uh, my colleagues that we kind of all we all use uh, as I've said we put it in a, in a sound library and lab- label it up but it also demonstrates um, the writing that we do for our voiceover around the interaction between that Father Christmas voice and our other voiceover there's a bit of interaction going on there let's hear three longer IDs that are promoting this All I Want for Christmas promotion All I Want for Christmas is here it feels so crazy Ooh, oh damn anyway we're reading out names and giving out presents every day right up to Christmas just get your name on the Christmas list at kissfmuk.com and keep Kiss on so I don't know if you could hear that there but I kind of made Father Christmas sing the uh, We Wish You a Merry Christmas and it, there's a lot of outtakes in this session that we used to kind of make him say silly things. It's that time again. 
Radio.com and stay listening. A lot of these were kind of written afterhand, like, oh, there's Father Christmas coughing and going, ho, 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 I'll, I'll just make it into that. Sometimes it's the other way around. I'll, we'll write something for him around a track. It's, uh, there's no set way, which is the beauty of, yeah. of my job, really. It's, it, it's very varied, yeah. And Father Christmas, in your head, is he a jolly old Santa or is he as of a hipster Santa He's on like a skateboard? A, he wears a blue suit and shades he actually comes in as well and and, um, and does some uh, video content for us which is all over Facebook well we'll put a link up to that on the Earshot Creative sure. site so do have a look at the podcast show notes uh, for this podcast with Mitch Von Arks who's from KISS and Mitch we want to hear one more piece of audio sure. from you this is a S&P trail for a film client uh, The Gift which I've written around film clips and we tend to do a lot of film promotions uh, so I do a lot of film trails like chopping up trailers and and giving it a specific mood this is a like a thriller slash horror film i tend to do a lot of those actually but it's, they're quite good fun the challenge in this one is kind of like keeping the client happy with promoting their film and using the clips they want but also writing around those clips uh and fitting everything into 30 seconds do you dare to open the gift i believe that the bad things in life will take the cash they can be a gift from the makers of Insidious, Sinister and The Purge, new creepy horror, The Gift is coming. You think you're done with the past, but the past is not done with you. All next week on Live at Kiss from 3pm, see if you have the nerve to open The Gift. You might take home an amazing tech bundle or end up with something much more sinister. Dare you open The Gift in cinemas August 7th, certificate 15. So... The gift, it's creepy horror. Yeah, sure, yeah. So that's the uh, key line there. Yeah, and a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of sound design I used um, from various sources, including the trailer, uh, to kind of convey that. And uh, it's quite good fun actually. Um, not having a sort of bed with a beat underneath, but having like a, a an atmosphere. It's, it's a nice um, change of doing your sort of like pumping pop stuff. And do you meet the client? I don't meet meet the client. Yeah. Occasionally, I've had cl- uh, sessions with clients, but that's there's a team. You're not client-facing. Not client-facing. I could be, but uh, it's much easier if, I, if I'm not. <laughs> so what relationship do you have with the S&P guys who then take that work forward for you? Quite a good understanding. As, as same with my colleagues uh, who work on imaging and uh, my boss. Um, it's something that takes time to kind of like build up a good relationship and know what to expect from someone and kind of tell them how is best to brief us too much information too much, uh, when information is too much for example it's, it's just fine tuning over the years Mitch I'm really enjoying hearing your work you've got an amazing range of skills that you're bringing to play on air here but we have time just for just one more piece can, can you just pick something that you've really enjoyed making and you've really enjoyed hearing on the air Okay, uh, this piece I've really enjoyed making even though it goes out once <laughs> and it takes a while to make but it kind of uh, it it uh, brings together a lot of the skills I really enjoy doing, like uh, um, finding good music, uh, finding uh, good acapellas that work, tuning those acapellas, uh, sort of beat matching, if you will, or beat mixing. Um, uh, this is a, a New Year's Eve countdown for Kiss FM, Kiss FM UK, uh, leading into from 2015 into 2016. That kind of like it's hyping up that you know there's not a lot of time left. You know, hopefully people, well, people will be listening and like waiting for the the, the 12 strikes of. Of, uh, of midnight I guess in a way for this it's kind of like like writing a 
like an electronic track where you're kind of building up, like doing like a build build up where you're building up the crowd. Up and, to the drop. Yeah, up yeah. to the drop, which yeah. is the 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5. Yeah, I'll just, I think it will speak for itself. Um, and this has only ever been on air once. Yes, so, yeah, yeah. So this is a real earshot treat. <laughs> Enjoy this one minute. <laughs> So Mitch, you're really enjoying your work, I can tell yes. that. I, I want to get a couple of tips from you because I know you've been working with the Bauer Academy yeah. that brings on new talent through into the industry. Yeah. So what are your tips for people who want to get into imaging now in 2016 or beyond yeah. where it's all about the music and it's about harmonic mixing and sure. it's about this electronic fine tuning that you you know, never happened in sure. my day. Yeah, yeah. It is about that for, for example, for KISS, but also, I mean you can not do as, that as much as what I do or my colleagues do because that's that's my style so you don't have to do that sort of thing um, you can have other strengths um, like incredible script writing very clever I know some, some producers that are like excel at that where you know I'm comfortable with it but it's not my forte is more like uh, sonic manipulation and, and kind of musicality the main tip I'd say is, is just get practising uh, like with anything just practice 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 and, and get things done try and get things done really quickly it doesn't matter if it's not what you want straight away but the more you'll do it the more you'll learn from your mistakes and also seek feedback from people like you can you know send me things I'm, ha- I'm very happy to, to, to hear anything like I'll, you, you can you can give people my email address I'm, I'm happy to hear well stuff. that's a fantastic offer yeah. Mitch so we'll put your details on sure. the uh, website at earshotcreative.com yeah. so that is that is a is a marvellous thing and of course SoundCloud is great isn't it yeah, so SoundCloud you can is brilliant. Yeah. put um, all your work up there yeah um, so I, for my music SoundCloud is, is just I don't know what I for promotion uh, for approaching people for example it's yeah it's got a range of features that, that, are, that are brilliant um, but yeah so practice and getting feedback from people uh, also listening to what's out there listen, even listening to not actually just imaging but how the imaging works with a station so so go and on radio player listen again uh, to a variety of stations uh, maybe sort of the, like the bigger ones I'd say listen to my local radio station in Switzerland but no one you yeah I think you have to be sort of from that region to kind of get it yeah. uh, so it's it's nice it's local but it's also not too small 
town or small region minded. I, I like NRG when I'm in yeah, France. Yeah, I forgot that. NRG, I used to listen to that when I was 12. I remember that. Um, <laughs> actually, that's, that's a very good, very good place to start as well, listen to NRG or NRG. Hayley, you've been listening throughout this chat and I want to get your reflections on what Mitch has been saying and maybe you've got a question for him too. Yeah, I have got a question. Something you've missed out. That you missed out something in my, inter- in my introduction. Oh no, yeah, I'm in the... In so, books. fish, chips and seagulls. Oh, what yeah. came first? The music or the title? Uh, Tell me. The music came first. With lo- this, We're talking about one of the tracks I've written recently and posted on my SoundCloud, which is my kind of a, my artist SoundCloud. And your name as a as a music composer is Legomech. That's right. Yeah, I've been doing that for a dozen years, or twelve years maybe since university, and kind of uh, looking to release material with um, uh, with a collective of like promoters that I with for, for a while. They put on a club night, um, and they're producers as well called Gazebo. So we're kind of it's something we're going to do underground, like something relax and see what happens. I, I've kind of always had that music writing on the side uh, just for my own I need a creative output um, with you know the view of one day uh, making something something of it I've, I've, I've had my stuff played on XFM for example and, so, but Hayley, Hayley's yeah. right Fish, Chips and Seagulls I mean that's a title that's going to stand out in any playlist where did that come from? I, I sort of regret the name now because it's, it's a bit yeah <laughs> <laughs> so the track is a bit uh, so it's got um, sort of slow house beat with a bit of sort of garage elements in there um, slow down uh, and it's got some thumb piano slash marimba that I I, oh, I love a bit of marimba yeah so originally I had some like midi marimba in there but then I found, I found this awesome music shop uh, just down the road Hob- Hobgoblin Music that sold like all these marimbas uh, quite cheap and uh, had to play around with it and like replicated that sort of bit of interplay between the two yeah, yeah counterpoint between them two and there's a bit of there's like a pitch down voice in there in the background that my my girlfriend didn't like, but I wanted to keep in there. But it's kind of in the background. It's got some sort of sound design that's. Oh, sorry, to go back to the voice, it kind of sounds like a pitch down seagull. And also, there's a. I think I've put. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head, but like some uh, recording of me being by Lake Geneva, which is where I'm from. Uh, and there's seagulls or birds there, so it's kind of like. And also, I lived in Scarborough, so there's like the fish and chips. It's kind of like a. A, a mixture of like a lot of things from the past and there's, it's, there's no real meaning I just wanted to give it a funny name and, uh, so there's a salty seafront theme going yeah, on yeah but also uh, sound from Lake Geneva which is freshwater um, but which has had a big sort of influence on me being by the lake growing up and also being by the sea for three years at uni it's quite, quite a big it's kind of a theme that I kind of often go back to when I'm making stuff <laughs> Mitch it's been a delight uh, meeting you thank you very much for your time and for bringing pleasure. your audio it's been an absolute pleasure thank, thank you very much Music of Mitch von Arks there. That's rather lovely, isn't it? He's Legomech, L-E-G-O-M-E-C, on Twitter and SoundCloud, where you can hear more of Mitch's compositions. Thanks to Hayley Hayes for organising that interview and to Grange Hotels for accommodating us. Now, you might have noticed I've brought you into the open air, inspired by the prospect of fish, chips and seagulls and that other summer delight, camping. <laughs> Ooh, 
look at you. Been when banging away for over an hour and you no. still haven't managed it yet. What? Your tent. You'd be better off with Camping World. At Camping World, we don't mess you around. We let you go all the way. Way to getting a great deal on your tent or camping equipment. Camping World is the biggest tent displays in the country. We can even help you get it up quicker. With our quick air flating tents. They go up in seconds. Carry on camping with Camping World. Dorset and West Sussex. Or carry on clicking campingworld.co.uk. Oh, behave. <laughs> I do like to share ads on the podcast that are either superbly written or beautifully produced or, or in that case, just make you smile. That's running on a bunch of stations in the south of England. The client used radio several years ago, then stopped and then returned to radio this year with That Creative, written by Stu Crocombe at UKRD, produced by Alex Shenton and the voice artists, and let's face it, the performance makes it, the voice is Kevin Brighting. Always good to hear some interesting station-produced ads. What's the best ad you've heard recently? Let me know, and I'll share it on the podcast. Steve at earshotcreative.com is my address. Steve at earshotcreative.com. Now, early warning, we have a really special podcast coming up. We're making it in a real studio with uh, multiple guest mics, proper presenter and everything. So keep an eye on earshotcreative.com for that one. Meanwhile, I have a tent to put up. And, oh yes, it is a big one. Earshot with Steve Martin.